Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sir, Steve Smith Sr. is jealous about one thing in the league. Would you like to know what that is, Cody? I sure would. It's the fact that dudes are wearing Jordans while they're playing football. (laughs) All right, what's going on, Coley? Good morning, good morning, good afternoon. Whenever you view this, it's a happy hour somewhere in the world right now. Mm -hmm. So um, before we start off, let's get... Les, I have to address something that you're wearing. Um, you look like you are, you have a fashion faux pas. You have two different uh, sports going on. You have baseball and then a soccer shirt. You can't do that. See, I'm going, I'm going French on French. I've got Montreal, uh, mostly uh, French speaking land. And then you got the, the Nike Paris edition. So it's, it's, okay. it's no, it's no sport clashing here. This is, I mean, I'm coordinated as hell right now. I'm I'm yeah. killing it. All right. Have you uh, have you been to Montreal or, or Paris? I've been to Montreal, yeah, not Paris okay. yet. Yeah. No, I I was just asking because I was being nosy. It wasn't anything, no follow up. Just I was just being nosy. You know, I'm, even though we work together, still trying to figure you out. You know, uh, there's a lot. There's a, I'm like an onion. There's a lot of layers. A lot of layers yeah. over here. Does that mean as I learn and discover more and more of you that I'm going to cry? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, because of how sweet I am. Yes. Oh, pause. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <clears throat> While we got people here, make sure you hit that subscribe button. We don't want yes. people just watching and not subscribing. There's no, yes. there's no free Randy. Yes. Hey. As my social media says, keep me relevant. Keep me relevant. You know? Because I'm just, I'm Mr. Hater all around, right? Um, nope. Just doing my job, people. And if you viewed this, me and Coley appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, big time. Every time you subscribe, every time you view, you are helping four wonderful children have a Christmas that they never had before in their whole life. Six. <laughs> Six. Oh, your family? Yeah, yeah, I get paid I, here I was, too. <laughs> I, I was just no, no, no. I know you get paid. I was just saying that I don't. So I, I was already, I was already throwing you in the category of you get paid. I, I was, I just get the scraps. Yeah, let's let's help Steve yeah. Smith. Let's get him back on yes. his feet. <laughs> Thank you. You know what's dumb jocks now? You know we don't know anything. All right, let's go. I want to start off with. Man, we were going back and forth with some emails, and then I threw an email out, pat myself on the back with the mid, the mid-season, just awards. And man, we we vary, we vary a lot. And you got some names on here for your guys that I was like, okay, huh? So let's get into it. So the mid-season um, awards, MVP. You have 
and why? I've got Patrick Mahomes, and the why mm. is he's got his team yes, tied for he's got his team tied for first in the <laughs> AFC, and he lost. Yeah. So arguably the offensive player of the year to a completely different team. It's been a struggle. You saw him this past week throw the ball 68 times. He he still doesn't know which receiver he has all that chemistry with, but yeah. the Chiefs haven't missed a beat in terms of winning games. I think it's Patrick Mahomes. I, I kind of think comfortably. Who do you got? Jalen Hurts. I, I, I like Jalen Hurts. Undefeated. There's just so much going on with him and his development of what we thought he was last year, what we hoped he would be, and he's exceeded all those expectations. He is obviously the vocal leader. He's such a young guy. He's mature. He's had, you know, he's had some things that have gone on, you know, lost his starting job, had to transfer, wasn't a first-round draft pick. Uh, The coaching staff uh, that drafted him didn't really – uh, give him an opportunity, kind of made him feel like he was on eggshells. And then his coaching staff gets fired. That's obviously Doug Peterson. And then he comes in, and Nick Sirianni is doing a great job. He's doing a wonderful job, I believe. Uh, and it's kind of just crazy how well the Eagles are playing so quickly and how many dominant players they have on not just one side of the ball, both sides of the ball. So that, that's my guy. I think we can't be wrong with either guy. I, I do say, though, that with Jalen Hurts being undefeated, it has lowered and dropped with the loss to the Jets, Josh Allen, in the, in the MVP race. Because every guy on here, Jalen Hurts is undefeated. Patrick Mahomes is, is uh, he, he, they've lost a game, right? They are undefeated. Right. But they've overcome some adversity. You, I wouldn't put the Buffalo Bills led by Josh Allen. They haven't, other than this loss, they haven't exceeded expectations, right? I think losing to the Jets kind of said, hey, what are you guys doing? Are you reading your press clippings? Not to say that that's what they're doing. Right. But we, the media, have to we have to pull something, right? We got to say why this player, this team, is doing great or isn't doing great. Um, and so I, I, that's why I can't put Jay, uh, Josh Allen. That's why I have Jalen Hurts over uh, Josh Allen. And I think Patrick Mahomes is creeping up there. And with the loss to the Jets, uh, Josh Allen drops down. Even, even just talking MVPs, a guy like Lamar Jackson, who Mark Andrews out, Rashad Bateman yeah. out for the rest of the year, you know, that defense hasn't been great. They're getting better as they get reinforcements with yeah. Roquan Smith. Every running back he's had out, he's throwing a rookie tight ends. Your, your boy yeah, Crochet so. was catching balls last night. Finally. So- Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So with all that going on around him, I feel like he would probably be three. I think Josh Allen's <clears throat> outside that top three as of this moment. Obviously, a lot can change. There's still yeah. a whole other half of the season to go. But as of this moment, if you look at guys who are doing more with less, I feel like he can't be in that top three like the other three guys should be. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you. Offensive player of the year, who do you have? I think it has to be Tyree Kill right now. Mine. Your arch nemesis, my arch, Tyree My Kill. arch nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Man, we listen. We go. We go hovercraft. We go sit. We go sit right here because he's actually my guy too. 
And what I really like that I think the the, the NFL is trending to is offensive player of the year is now trending to that running back or that wide receiver or that tight end. Well, it hasn't been a tight end yet, but that tight end that just has the ability to change the game. And everybody's saying all what they say. Look, I said what I said, and I'll stick with it. I said he wasn't a pure hands catcher at the time that I evaluate him. I also said what he was, what he is. And I just said pure hands catcher. And then, his, and then right before Thursday night, <laughs> he does this TikTok. And I'm and my phone is just like blowing up. I'm getting text messages. Yo, have you seen this? I'm like, what? I'm on the air. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I first I thought I assumed it was about uh, Brandon Cooks because I had spoke to him earlier that day. And then I see the video and I'm like, this dude. What's up? This is Tyreek Hill, and I got the best hands on TikTok today. I will be using syrup and butter. And so I just kind of said, hey, bro, hit me up, because what I don't want is this false narrative that people think, one, that I'm out to get Tyreek Hill or, you know, I, I've even seen people, I, you know, go on. I think it's called Pro Football Reference, uh-huh. um, where you can go in there and they show everybody's stats. And yep. some some guy uh, takes my whole thing and picks out. Two years, it says. Well, what did you think about this? And I so wanted to reply to him, but because I, I was, what I wanted to reply to him was, "Hey, while you over there running my numbers, go ahead and put your numbers up there too." Right. Right. Yeah. And all these people, somebody called me mid. Somebody said that I was. Uh, somebody said that I said he wasn't a pure hands catcher, but he's leading the league, Steve. I, I never said he wasn't leading the league. Right. I never said he wasn't a dynamic football player. I said he's a dynamic football player. People will extrapolate what they want to hear when they want to hear. One person said, "Why are you trying to be relevant? Don't make me don't make me bring out my W two. I'm not trying to be relevant. <laughs> this is my job. This is my required job. This is the job that I, I am contractually obligated to do." on the NFL Network, and also on the Cut to a Podcast with Underdog. Hit that subscribe button, please. So this is not about salty. I'm not salty. If you want to know what I'm salty about, here it is, people. Make make this announcement. Hear ye, hear ye, oh, hear ye. Sir Steve Smith Sr. is jealous about one thing in the league. Would you like to know what that is, Cody? I sure would. I was watching a game Sunday, and about three times I stopped it and I paused the game. It was a catch that Chase Claypool made, and a Miami Dolphin guy scampered across the screen, and I paused it. And as I paused it, there were two things I saw. There were Chase Claypool shoes, and there was another guy's shoes. And the one thing that I'm jealous about that I wish – I was playing right now. It's not about the money. It's not about the catches. It's the fact that dudes are wearing Jordans while they're playing football. <laughs> that got me so, so sad. Bro, if I could be, like, think about it. This Thursday night, the Carolina Panthers are playing the Atlanta Falcons. 
They're going to be in those black helmets. I would have a dark visor, the black uniform, and I would have some all black 11 zone. That's bro. right. That's correct. Woo! That's right. I'm, hey, some high no concords? Top. No concords? No, no, because we all black, bro. Okay. Yeah, but no, I what, I would have, what I would have to do is have that Carolina blue mm-hmm. around the bottom and then the, and, and at the bottom of it. So when I'm sprinting away from people, all you see <laughs> is that reflection. <laughs> I'm telling you, that is the only thing that I regret. Everything else, all the bodies that I didn't bury, no. All the catches that I didn't make, no. Oh, let me get a body catch because I did do some body catches actually in the Super Bowl that I lost against your New England Patriots in 2003. Yes. Hey, and again, all you fans, you could buy your replica uh, Super Bowl rings for all the teams that you've been <laughs> with at their local stores. I don't know because I don't go on team stores, but let me know how you can get one. All right. Boom. Right there, little body catch. Man, to be in some Jordans right now with some of these color rush jerseys. Oh, my God. Was this just not an option when you were playing? Like Jordan Cleats? No, Jordan was not not it was only a selective few, but it wasn't like it is right now. Like I was gonna say, I think Moss Moss had a pair. Yes, yeah, yeah. But it's it's now it's if you have a Nike deal, you can kind of kind of do your Jordan. So it's bro, it's dope, dog. I actually (laughs) have a I actually have a few Carolina blue. The Carolina blue with Jordans is just fire. It just sets it it off. It just, it belongs. It, does. it belongs. It does. So it's, it's just dope, man. That's that. So that is the one thing that I miss. And that's a fair, some, that's a fair gripe. That's a very bro, fair gripe. It's not a gripe. It's just a wish. It's just a wish. <laughs> right? And some people talking about, really, Steve, is it that bad? Let me tell you something. Uh. I keep, listen, I keep a fresh pair of J's. I'm going to just let you know right now. I keep a fresh pair of J's. You can't be so, in Carolina and not. And I do have some football cleats that I've never worn, but I just have them just in case I, you know, want to, if I'm, if I'm feeling froggy, right? <laughs> but man, that, that is the one thing. So yes, I am jealous because I couldn't wear no J's. That's why. That's what I'm jealous about. Cause I couldn't have no dunks, man. I have some dunks, man, shoot, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> like I'm dead serious, bro. I, I was thinking hey, about it. Hey, I, I don't. Like, I was like these. I said they don't even know how good they have it. <laughs> these kids, these, these kids, kids don't today. know. <laughs> these kids today. I was they didn't even watch them. They didn't even yeah. watch Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, hey, that's that's mine. That's 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 my that's my sidetrack, Sally, right there. All right, so. Defensive player to get defensive player of the year. We both have the same guy, Michael Parsons. He's playing bananas. He's unblockable. He's so good that the Philadelphia Eagles say, you know what? We're gonna let him run free and make him think. And hopefully we that will that will that will slow him down. It worked to a degree, but Michael Parsons is record shot for taking names. Wow. Yeah, and it's it's one of these things where a lot of these awards are very media driven. And they get tired of voting for the same guy all the time. So it's like Aaron Donald is still incredible. He's not the reason the Rams are the Rams right now. It's not his fault. But Micah Parsons' ascension from his rookie year through this year, and he just keeps going up like this, he's going to get that reward. 
I can see why T.J. Watt is, is mentioned, should be mentioned moving forward. Just look at the impact. That defense doesn't even look the same no. for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're trying and they're keeping up, but it just is not the same. So it's, it's, pretty re- it no, it does, it's pretty No, re- it's pretty remarkable. His, just his presence on the field. And that's why uh, I, I, I really think people don't really understand, and I haven't either understand completely, the impact is until he's gone. Right. And now that he's gone, it's like, wow. And I kind of see why they're hoping to give him a chance because the uh, uh, AFC North is still up for grabs. It's not, it is not a foregone conclusion that the Baltimore Ravens, that the Cincinnati Bengals uh, are the teams that are going to, you know, they're going to do well. You still have Deshaun Watson possibly coming back. We don't know how well he's going to do, but it does give them an added layer of some newness because this midseason, now the back end, the back nine of the season is not making adjustments. It's about making commitments to what you say you're going to do because systems are the systems now. People are the people they are. Teams are the teams. Coordinators and coaches are exactly who they are. If you're good, if you're in the top half, you must commit and follow through with your commitment of adjustments. And if you are the bottom half, you you have to look yourself in the mirror and and ask yourself, why are you the bottom half? We'll get into it later on some of those teams. But I'm going to just say it right now. The Las Vegas Raiders are in trouble. Big trouble. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Los Angeles Rams are in trouble. And winning the division does not escape what's coming in the playoffs. If you don't commit to those adjustments, you will have a upset fan base because they will buy tickets to a playoff game that will be over by halftime. But we'll get into that later. Before you get your popcorn, before you're even in your seat, before you're comfortable, yeah, that game's over. Yes. Well, real quick on Depoy, there is one guy, if this team makes the playoffs, there's one guy I'm going to be banging the drum, like Quest Love, if if they make the playoffs for Defensive Player of the Year, and that's Matthew Judon. He is backpacking the Patriots right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. 11 and a half sacks, nine games. He's everywhere. He's an impact player in every sense of the word. Micah Parsons is tremendous. I'm not saying he's not deserving. I'm saying if the Patriots make the playoffs with this remedial offense, Matthew Judon will be my choice for this award. I think he will get it next year. Okay. Because sometimes the 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 MV the 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 MVP or defense offensive voting unless it's a glaring guy like Cooper Cup, like mm-hmm. duh, it was Cooper Cup. <laughs> If it's anybody like Micah Parsons and Judon are both, both really, really good players, both uh, impact players, right? But it's, it's clear to say that Micah Parsons last year could have been one of those guys in there, right? Definitely, yeah. And so this year he's, he's continued and, you know, this old Southern and football, so Southern and football, he's ratcheted up, right? With Michael Parsons, that he 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 continues to be that guy, and then Judon, if he's that guy, if he starts off, if he's if he starts off exactly the way he started off this year, next year, I think it'll that same it'll, 
it'll just be grandfathered in. I think yeah. one year, then the following year, the same amount of impact, it grandfathers you in to be that guy, just like a uh, J.J. Watt, a, you know, um, J.J. Watt, who else? A, a Aaron Donald, where yeah. their numbers aren't great, but it's not about the great. It's about consistency. Mm-hmm. Right? Three or four years of consistently keeping people up at night, making all these offense, offensive coordinators sleepless in Seattle, right? When they're in Tennessee, sleepless in Seattle, when you're in Carolina, all those things. That that's how the grandfather in impact, I believe, through the media kind of goes. Yeah, I definitely I mean you saw it heading into this year with Josh Allen. It was yeah. a, a carryover from last season and just assuming yes. it was just going to continue on that same ride. So, yeah, absolutely. That's exactly how it works. All right. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. We got the yeah. same guy, Walker. Yeah. Uh, Wide awake in Seattle. Yes. But before that, though, man, it was going to be Brees Hall. It was. It definitely it was. It was going to be Bre- Man, well, I it would have been it. it would have been a fun battle to watch. I don't because I, Kenneth Walker didn't play those first couple of weeks, and Brees yeah, Hall yeah, kind yeah. of established himself I, see, first. I, I, I think I don't think so. I think he, he would have ran away with it because, as you see, here's why I say that. Here's why I say he runs away with it. One, Geno Smith is a better efficient quarterback this year. Just talking about this year mm-hmm. than Zach Wilson is. Definitely. Zach Wilson and Brees Hall, they go hand in hand. Brees Hall would have carried the workload still. And that's why I think he would have ran away with it because he would have had the same impact. Brees Hall would have had the same impact on the Jets that Jonathan Taylor had on the Colts. Last year, yeah. Last year, where you're just going – Give it to this guy. Don't worry about the guy that said, said, hut, hut, hut. Just give it to the running back. Get out of his way. That's that's been the method for the Tennessee Titans for the last, what, three, four years? Yeah. It's done them pretty good. (laughs) Now, this is the one we vary, though. Okay. Your defense or rookie of the year? Yeah. Who who do you have? I got Tariq Woolen. This is this is my the the rest of the awards. We're sticking in Seattle with me. Um, Tariq Woolen has been incredible, and and part yes, of this has. part of this is when you're looking at especially at offensive and, and defensive rookie of the year, you kind of just all right. If you won defensive rookie of the month twice, that kind of should give you a leg up on everyone else. And Woolen's already got one. Kenneth Walker already has one. Seattle got both in October. I don't see a reason why that's going to slow down. You saw Tariq Willem this past week. He held DeAndre Hopkins in check. And DeAndre Hopkins, since he got back from suspension, had led the NFL in every receiving statistical category during those three or four weeks. So to to hold a guy like that under 50 yards as a rookie, and a rookie who was yeah. supposed to be raw, a guy who didn't have, like, sauce, he's still that was the difference. He's still, yeah, he's still oh, yeah, He definitely, yeah, he's, he's for sure not a finished product by any means. But it was it was And that's a good thing, us. though. Isn't oh, that absolutely. a good thing? He's not. A, I mean, you you want guys to be pushing for defensive rookie of the year and still have so much to learn. A thousand percent. Like, the, bro, that that, that 
Willa is one of those guys why teams scour the country looking for players like that, like Jeff Wilson, where they're, you know, uh, Butler, Malcolm Butler, Mm -hmm. who was, you know, picked up while he was still working at a fast food restaurant waiting to get his call. You want guys that people go, well, there's just something about him that we don't like. Right. And he's one of those guys. My my pushback, though, he's not getting a lot of credit because, because of Geno Smith. It's so much attention going on how Geno Smith is so effective. And so that's my comeback player of the year, right? We both have the same guy. But my guy, though, I've, I have gotten lost in the sauce. <laughs> I fell up. I've fallen in love with the hype because of the mainstream media, because of the area, the big market he's in. I got to go with Sauce Gardner. I don't think right, it's a because, wrong pick at all. Okay, okay. I don't think it's a right. wrong pick by any means. Sauce Gardner's the realest of deals. It's been an incredible rookie cornerback class between Sauce, yeah. Stingley in Houston, Tariq. Jack Jones yeah. does it a little more quietly in New England, but I mean, he does. Every, everyone was talking about the, the Patriots' secondary is going to fall off when J.C. Jackson left. Their secondary has been great, and it's a largely in part because of the it's rookies. Been, it's been good. I wouldn't say great. Well, it's also hard to tell when, when we play the Colts and they can't throw the ball. So it's a little hard to tell week to week. <laughs> yes. Oh, but, it was extremely hard. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's been a really strong year. For, I can't remember a year where this many rookie corners just stepped in yeah. and acclimated this quickly. Because even Tariq Woolen, week one, there were a couple of plays Jerry Judy turned him around. And even throughout the course of that game, you saw him adjusting in real time and being and learning those moves and kind of just adding them to his to his artificial intelligence and just getting stronger as the game went on. Yeah, well, it, it's obviously working. The, here's why I say sauce and what I saw last week. First, first of all, the Jets start off with a bad kick, right? Kicker. You know, kicker slips, whatever the case may be. They get what are you on doing the on the sideline if that's happening? If you're, if you're I watching mean, you just, that kick. I mean, you just put your hands on here. You go, ay, ay, ay. Like, you, you just, <laughs> you go so international, right? <laughs> you do. Yeah, you just, because you, you can't say what you're really feeling right. because you go, no. Like, no, this doesn't really happen. Can we get Who a this happen to? Can we get a yes. mulligan? Who, yeah. But, but but so here's what happens. Things like that happen to teams like the Jets, you know, like the like the Panthers. Teams that you just go, you're waiting for them to do something that you just go. It gotta be one of those like days. You, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then they and then they double move sauce. But how he recovers the next three quarters, the second play later, he comes up and press. He doesn't back off. To become like, oh man, I messed up. He just goes, hey, you got me. And then he steps up. Man, it was great to see him rebound. And that tells me as a young rookie, he has the mental fortitude. He also has the technique. And he has some good coaching. He knows he's going to lose some battles. But that doesn't mean he's going to lose the war. And I love that young confidence. Now we go down to the coach of the year. We vary. And you must convince me. Because I really would love to hear it because the two guys that I have right now, 
is Brian Dayball and Nick Sirianni. Yeah, I don't. For the Eagles. So Eagles head coach and the Giants head coach. I don't agree with Pete Carroll. I think Pete Carroll is doing a great job, but I don't necessarily, when I'm comparing these two other coaches to Pete Carroll, I'm just like, eh. So I think it's it boils down to expectations, preseason expectations for me. And Ooh, the preseason expectation okay. for the Seahawks was that they were oh. they were gunning for a top pick for a quarterback in the draft okay. next year. Okay. Uh they they traded Russell Wilson. And again, yep. the players in the league seem to have thought that was a good move. Holy, I was I was I was there. I, I've been <laughs> I'm right here with you. I wasn't in Montreal buying your hat. I I was here. So you're telling me. The expectations for the Seattle Seahawks were much lower than the New York Giants? Definitely. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Oh, boy. Yes. Stop. Are you capping? Stop. Of course not. No, you. Yeah, of course you is. Yes, no. you are. Bro, you are a liar. I'm not saying the Giants were projected to be 6-1, and 7-1, and one, whatever they are right now. But they were not like, oh, they're going to be the worst team in the league, which is what people were saying about the Seahawks. Stop it. Stop. You're just trying to use that. Bro, we did not think that the Giants. I agree with you. We didn't so think you, they were you think this the, good. I agree with that. I didn't think that Dayball was going to be walking to the playoffs his first year bro, there. Thank you. I, six and two. Right. We thought the Giants would be two and six. <laughs> right? The Seattle Seahawks are five and three. Is that a surprise? Yes. But did we think. Did, I'm telling you, I'm calling you on the carpet. Did you think? Oh no, no, they're five and six, uh, and, six three, and four. Yeah, six, yeah, and, six three. and three. My bad, six and three. Yeah, where's my? They're bad? getting better as we talk. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I, I'm just saying, Giants and Seahawks neck to neck. I can easily flip and say that I thought the Giants would be two and six, not six and two. I don't disagree that the Giants have also exceeded expectations, but I do think they their expectations were a little higher than what the Seahawks No, they were, were not. Not with Daniel Jones. People, Boy, people, people didn't even stop think Gino was going to be the starter there. They were. They thought Drew Locke was going to start. Yes, that is correct. Uh, Pete Carroll's done an incredible but, but job. Those Again, 20, we just we talked about how we, many rookies they have do, making impact yes, all over the field. Yes. The offensive line looks better this but year. Who's, the who's, defense looks better. Okay, who's in their who's in their division? The Arizona Cardinals. Did yep. we think did we think that the Arizona Cardinals would be three and six? No, they should have been a little better than that. Okay. All right. So they should have been a little bit better than that. So we already saying that we believe that the Arizona Cardinals would have been better than the Arizona Car than the than the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, the rest of the division was definitely pegged to be better than they were supposed to be fourth okay. out of fourth and maybe thirty second out of thirty second. Okay, it's still fair to say that the 49ers can possibly win this division. Absolutely, but but the Seattle Seahawks. Are right now top of the division. Yep. We thought the Los Angeles Rams would be better. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, we thought that we thought the Seattle Seahawks would be at the bottom. And so I'm 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 so it sounds like I'm saying, oh yeah, Steve, that you're exactly right. Yes. But what I'm saying is because we thought 
that they will have better play with the Rams with the and with the Arizona Cardinals. So we thought that the Rams would be 6-3. and three. We thought the 49ers would probably be 6. Uh, well, we thought actually the 49ers weren't going to be as good under Trey Lance. I, I never like to have a man's injury be somebody's downfall to be at the expense, but Jimmy Garoppolo saved the 49ers. It better beg help so, for sure. Yeah. Yes. We, we, we would say that we expected the Seattle Seahawks offense to look better than the 49ers under Trey Lance. I don't know. I was high on okay. Trey Lance and the 49ers All before right. the I season. I wasn't. Yeah. I, I watched the preseason. I wasn't. <laughs> and I'm a 49ers fan. I For was sure. not. Yeah. He's played right? so little football the last like three yes. years of, of life. Yes. It's, it hurts. Correct. It definitely hurts. I agree. All right. So, so great. We knew the Eagles would be something. Mm-hmm. We knew the Cowboys would be something. Mm-hmm. We even gave the commanders the benefit of doubt <laughs> because of the get out of jail free card. With Carson Wentz, but you would take you would take let's not, let's not let's not cap. You would have taken. You would have taken Carson Wentz over Daniel Jones. I, exactly. Can I, can I pick neither? Is that an option? Because that's, no, that's not an option. No, and no. right now, Daniel Jones looks substantially better. But we're talking preseason. Oh, yes. We're talking preseason. Yes. I would not. But, have, but we, I was but not giving we, either guy benefit of the like, doubt. Like gun to your head, right? <laughs> you, you're who you picking? Carson Wentz or Daniel Jones? Beginning of the season, gun. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you're a father, bro. Don't do that. <laughs> Come on, let's make good decisions. You're, uh, you're honestly that because a, that was a dirtbag move. Right <laughs> I love it. I love it because I of the. It. I love the spiciness. Because of the like amount of salary allocated to yeah. both, I would have picked Daniel Jones, but I wouldn't have been happy about it. Stop. That's part of it. Right. That, it I, I see right. the whole picture. I see yeah. all of it. Okay. <laughs> I see the whole picture too. And you're full of it. <laughs> but I do think Dayball is is for sure right in the running right there. And Sirianni, yeah. I mean, the Eagles. So uh, this is my question for you. How much of Eagles awards, Jalen Hurts and uh, Nick Sirianni, how much of those weigh on them actually going undefeated versus just having a nice 13-4 no, and I, four I season? Think- they're so far ahead, right? And we and and that goes to the next one is talking about playoff picture. They're so far ahead. They have gotten they have gotten ahead of the race in the right way that helps because you're going to have a little bit of drop off whether you want or not during the season. You're going to beat some teams you're not supposed to, but you're going to lose to some teams you're not supposed to. So, that goes to the AFC Picture. This is Bandit. He founded Underdog Fantasy so that humans who really love sports could play with their friends and win some big prizes. Tell your human to go to underdogfantasy.com today. AFC East, I got the Bills. Who do you have? I also have the Bills, but this is probably the one I'm I'm least confident in. Uh, Oh, why is that? Because they lost to the Jets? They're 0-2 in the division, and, and this division is separated top to bottom by a game and a half. So if, yeah. if it's going to come down to tiebreakers, and that first tiebreaker, I believe, is your division record, if they can't beat their own division, they're going to be a wild card team if, if they end up in a tie with somebody. Yeah, but I, I, I just I do think the Jets defensively 
keep them in ball games. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But Zach Wilson is a liability. He misses the easy throws. He, you know, he plays the hero ball sometimes. He does it. You know, there's times where he throws a deep pass and he should just take what the defense gives him. He's a guy that kind of worries me. Mm-hmm. Right. And so because he worries me, I kind of got my little my little scramble right here with the Jets. Right. I can see the Jets. I can see the Jets because right now the Jets are six and three. Mm-hmm. Bro, I can see the Jets. I can see. I can see them beating New England. Because. Because here's why. That defense is smothering. That front seven, they got, what, 10 guys that they rotate in that defensive line that they just, they don't get tired. They're constantly going. So I can see them, I can see the Jets beating New England, beating the Bears. I can see them losing to the Vikings. I don't see them losing to the Bills again because of the way the Bills game went, mm-hmm. the Bills lost that game the same way you guys won the game because Zach Wilson gave the game away. Yeah. I do not believe that Zach Wilson has the patience to give what give take what the defense gives him. He 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 just he has a he got that itch. He wants to prove everybody that he he he's the wonder kid. So that that's why I say he doesn't beat them. Yes, he beats the Lions. I could maybe see him lose it to the Jaguars just because that defense flies around. I don't see them beating the the, the Saints, and I don't see the Jets beating Miami. Um, just the way that offense is going, you can say whatever you want. You can say Tua, like how how much longer? Hey, Tua's here to stay. Looks like it because Mike McDaniel's has these guys rolling, right? His offensive scheme is unbelievable. So I, I see the Jets going four and four. So that makes them 10 and seven. That's why I think the Bills, I got your New England Patriots going four and four, two, four and four as well. So that puts them at what? Nine, nine and eight. So I think we're going five and three. Second half. You think you, you think you're going five and three in the second half? Yeah. Who? Well, Where? I'm switching that Jets loss. I don't think the the Jets have lost 13 straight games against the Patriots. It doesn't matter if yep. I'm back there, Cam's back there, Tom's back no, there, no, Max no, back no, there. No. So, 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 first of all, if you back there, you what are you playing, safety or a quarterback? Oh, I'm handing the ball to Ramondre 55 times, and we're walking out of I there know. with a dub. Man, you not no, you. <laughs> I'm pitching it to him. I just get the ball to our best player and get out of the way. Yeah. That's that's the offense I'm running. Yeah, yeah. So that means stay on the sideline. That means for you to get out of the way. No, you're not beating the Jets. Why? I don't they, see you guys. That Zach Wilson because, last year he had five because the defense. Us. Here's why: the defense is going to make Matt Jones extremely uncomfortable. They didn't two weeks ago. It's week to week, bro. I understand that, but it's also I and I am genuinely curious. Division game leading up to that game, Jets players who have never even played Jets Patriots games before were saying this is when it changes. We're tired of losing to them. They went in there yes. with so much energy. Can they do that yes. again? Uh, yes, because the problem wasn't 
the team. Zach Wilson gave that game away. He didn't Remember? help. He didn't help for sure. He they it was the way Zach Wilson played, even though he had 355 yards passing, it was at times offensively offensively 10 on 11. Definitely. Because of just the, him throwing it out of bounds. He just just doesn't have any he he's just he's young. He's young. And he was better yesterday. He was better this week against the Bills with that. He still had yeah. a couple of mistakes, but he was a little bit better. Yes. You you defensive players aren't offensive guys. So dropping some of those interceptions. It was a few interceptions they dropped last week. Oh yeah. So again, I think I don't see you be I think you're underselling our even if Zach plays a better game, I think our defense can match their defense. Um, and I think yeah, Ramondre's good enough to. to I just carry the I don't offense. think I don't think your defensive rotation, the depth is as deep as the Jets. Sure, but I think the top end's higher. I agree. All right, wait. All right. <laughs> uh, I don't see you beating. I don't see you guys beating the Vikings. Ooh, it's Kirk at eight twenty. Kirk at eight twenty is not the same guy he is at one p.m. Oh, oh yeah. You remember my show, Nightshade. <laughs> I, but I think I just think that Kevin O'Connell has these guys. He knows exactly who they are. Here's though. Here's the addition, and why this addition is really good. Short week. Chase Claypool. He was limited with the Bears, but T.J. Hawkinson was not limited. No, Would you sure like wasn't. to know why? You know why he wasn't limited? Why is that? Where did DJ come? Where, where did TJ come from? The Lions. And their offensive coordinator falls under the Kyle Shanahan tree. Kevin O'Connell was under the Kyle Shanahan tree as the quarterback coach of the Washington Redskins when Mike Shanahan was the head coach. That offense, the fundamentals, the 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 base. The foundation of that offense, Kyle Shanahan, Mike Shanahan, Greg Kubiak, that offense, they're running it the same thing in Detroit. Not completely, and they're different. How they, you know, how offensive coordinators call that offense all varies. Kyle Shanahan does it the best. <laughs> Mike McDaniel is 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 a photo finish. He's right there say. too. Yeah, right? I was gonna say. But that's why DJ was there. He he TJ was able to be there. He knows it. So yeah, he fits nine, right in. Nine catches on nine targets. Like he fit like a glove. Because he was in that offense last week. Just a different jersey. Right? <laughs> Another guy, too, we didn't even mention for coach of the year. If if the Vikings end up in that one seed, O'Connell might win it. You think? If they're the one seed, if they, because right now, what if they have one loss? So they're one game. Like that's, yeah. that's been the tough part about the Eagles season. They've, they haven't lost a game and they have one game of separation between second place. That's a tough yeah, scene. That's tough. Yeah. I don't see New England beating the Bills. I'm, I'm, those games I'm worried about for sure. Yeah. You should be worried. For sure. All right. Arizona, Vegas win. Y'all gonna beat those teams. Mm-hmm. You're gonna beat those teams just on on pure, pure consistent coaching. You guys know who exactly are you. You guys know exactly who you are and who you are not. The Arizona Cardinals are <laughs> very confusing. 
They have they. I don't know who they are, and I don't. I don't think they know who they are either. The Las Vegas Raiders, Cincinnati. I think that's 50-50 because we don't know which Cincinnati Bengals going to show up. Is it going to be Joe Cool, or is it going to be fashionable Joe, or is it going to be Joe Mixon? Are they going to run the ball, pass the ball? Which one are they going to do? I'm not sure. Right. I'm confused with the Cincinnati Bengals because they mollywop my, my my Panthers ran the ball. They ran the ball down the Panthers' throat. Where's this been? Why was this in the Super Bowl? <laughs> they had Samaj P. Ryan out there. Mitchell yeah. was, had his helmet off on the sideline. Yeah. Most important player there. Franchise hey, not, history. You, not in that game. <laughs> in Cincinnati Bengal history, they have their best yes. running back on the side. Very confused. That's what I can't oh. imagine Zach Taylor beating Bill Belichick. Like that in December, no less. That's where I have trouble so, picking Cincinnati. But it's 50 50. I, I, I don't The disagree. way they played against the Panthers, I can say, yeah, they can. <laughs> Defense was smothering. It was – I was over there like – I feel bad for the Panthers. Yeah. I was like, hey, guys, it's not you. It's them. <laughs> it just – it happens. It, sometimes yeah. that just happens. All right. And then I don't see you guys beating the Miami Dolphins. I just don't we see you matching to. up with We teams. simply have to. We haven't well, beat Tua yet. You, don't put down your cup like that's supposed to change something. <laughs> we haven't beat Tua yet in his whole yes. life. We haven't beat them exactly. one time. And what's that game? Nope. January in New England, though? Yep. So I'm, lot, I, and, we need snow. We need snow. We need ice. <laughs> we need uh, the, we need biblical-type storms to be happening that day <laughs> to slow okay. down Tyreek and Waddle. That's what well, we need. But I will listen. say, that first game, we played them week one. If hmm. it wasn't for a blown coverage right before the half, that game may yeah. go differently. Now, obviously, yeah, that did yeah. happen. Uh-huh. They beat us. Yeah. But they didn't yeah. blow us uh-huh. out. It wasn't uh, some no, one-sided no, no, it affair. Was. It was a close, yeah. closely contested game. It was. So I I, agree. I'm, I'm looking forward to that game. And they may already be in the playoffs, so we may need that game to get into the playoffs. So Ooh. that so could you play say, a You said they're going to take a time off. I would – I would listen, I don't think they're going to take a time off. Tyreek Hill is trying to ch- chase that 2,000. He's trying to chase that 2,000 because he wants to prove – him and his fans want to prove <laughs> men, Steve Smith, that I'm a nobody, right? And if he doesn't, I'll do what I always do. I don't have a problem eating no humble pie. Listen, in retirement, let me tell you something. Pie is good. <laughs> I didn't know what I was missing. Oh, pie's Now, I look chunky – Hey, I look chunky in my suits. I don't know why, just the way they uh, my suits are built. But when I'm in regular street clothes, let me tell you something. Don't get it twisted now. <laughs> don't get it twisted. Hey, shoot, this is a large. You see how that thing? Look at that. You see that penguin? You see the penguin right there and then that pectoral muscle? Oh, you catch one. Woo-hoo, you see it? Look at that. Oh, sucky ducky, quack, quack, right? All right, the Bills. Yes, I can do this all day. I know you can. (laughs) (laughs) The Bills. Y'all are not beating the Bills. You're not beating them on Thursday night. What I will say. What I will say. I don't care what you have to say. Of course you do. That's why we do the show together. Of course you do. I know. Exactly. The Bills have never once in my entire life swept the Patriots since they've they've realigned the division. You're really one of those Patriots. They have to do it. They have to do it first. Bro, your whole entire life, you're 17 years old. What are you oh, talking about? I wish. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, first of all, if you were 17 years old with that beard, I'm I want to. Yes, I want. I want a home check. 
I, I will. I think you're on something. <laughs> All right. But okay, I just I've, yes. I've literally just said we've never beat Tua. We have to prove that. I, I'm saying the same thing for the Bills. They couldn't sweep us last year. So, I can't. So, I'm not so, picking them to sweep us this year. So the, I got you guys going four and I got you guys going four and four. Yeah. What you? All right. I and I got us going five and three. So I got us going ten and seven. You got us going nine and eight. Okay. All right. Um. Let's make sure we keep these predictions because I think it'd be cool to come back at the end and see kind of like how it broke down. So let's do it. Let's make sure let's let's earmark this. Uh, uh, someone record this. So can, yeah, someone record this. Hey, give me a mic. <laughs> Camera. <laughs> Notes. <laughs> All right. The My Ravens. My Baltimore Ravens. Yes, I have dual citizenship. I said my Ravens, just like my Carolina Panthers. I got my key pound of Carolina Panthers. Uh, what are these called anyway? A bracelet? I don't even know. Who's no, that is not a bracelet. <laughs> this is a. It's the Lance Armstrong like Livestrong thing. I don't. No, it's, no, no, stop. <laughs> That's where they originated. Those kind of. Thank you. Okay. Those kind of all arm right, right. accessories. If you, if we're not going to use all the right. B word. Um. All right, Ravens. My Baltimore Ravens. I got them beating the Steelers. I got them running through the Panthers, Jaguars, uh, Broncos, Steelers. The only game that kind of worries me is the Browns and Falcons. Why the Falcons? Their defense. And they run the ball Hmm. religiously. Like, they can be down by a million points. They're going to run that football. (laughs) Yeah, they sure will. They have a the, the reason why the Falcons worry me is because the Falcons have a true identity and they don't veer from it. They have four plus players, four players with 50 plus rushing yards. They're averaging 100, I think an 85, 185 to 158 yards per game. You can see the Titans' influence. You can see what Arthur Smith yes. took from Tennessee to Atlanta because those are two teams that are just going to stay running the ball no matter what's yes. going on. No matter what. Nope. Um, and because of that, I also believe that's why the Atlanta Falcons, Tennessee Titans are so good against the run. Right. They see it every day. Right. That's all they practice against. Because you know dang well, Marcus Mariota ain't throwing the ball. He's so. airing it out at practice. And <laughs> no, he is not airing it out at practice. Negatory. No. Negatory, Megatron. He is not. <laughs> so when the when the Falcons know that that's their identity, why spend a top Everybody four? knows it's their identity. No, for sure. But why spend – the GM doesn't because they spent a top four pick on Kyle Pitts and then a top because eight they, pick on Drake London. Because they need guys over over time, they need these guys the passing game, right? It's not about running the ball, how much you run the ball, like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who lack. It's how much effectively can you run the ball, and they're they're running the ball so effectively that it is the reason. Have you not seen this running game? Oh yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So with that being said. And Deshaun Watson comes back. You just have the natural excitement of Deshaun Watson with the with the Browns. So I can see them being, I can see them six and two, which leads them to what? Twelve and six. Yeah. Twelve and five, yeah. Twelve and five, yeah. Yeah. That's what that's that's what I that's what I see them doing. 
the I picked the Bengals to win this division. The the Ravens. What? The Ravens do have what? A, a cake schedule this second half. Hey, hey, hey! Why is that a cake? They don't. That's they don't get to pick. No, they, they don't. don't get to pick. They don't get to pick. It's that's just how that's just how the football world laid it out for them. They did. They didn't pick it for sure. But it does. It, Listen, it doesn't when, look all when that the pickers, Well, when the Pickers picked it, they didn't know that the Pittsburgh Steelers aren't going to be very good. For sure, they sure they sure didn't know. Let's ride. Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos were not going to be very good. Thousand percent. That's not. Hey, they just our I, opponents are nameless, faceless opponents <laughs> that we just must show up and play no matter what and where. A thousand percent. It's not on the Ravens, but they they do have a no. very manageable schedule this second half. Yes, it is. Yeah, and and that manageable schedule hopefully allows them to get healthy. That's what I'm worried about is the health. If Mark Andrews yeah. isn't there consistently, trouble. He is their wide trouble. receiver one. Lamar looks to him when he needs a completion. Uh, With the absence of Bakeman now, yes, a thousand percent. Yes, Bakeman was the number one receiver. Uh, Devin Duvernay, receiver wise, mm. and then tight end it was. It was it, it was Mark Andrews, and then uh, Oliver. He's doing well. Yeah. Um, is it Oliver or likely? Is likely. Well, Oliver's also a oh, tight end. Oliver likely. Yeah. 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 Oliver <laughs> likely. Sorry, my bad. He has. To, well, this Isaiah likely, first, I, and uh, Oliver is a different human entirely. But they do yeah. have two tight well, ends: one I mean. named Likely yeah. and one named Oliver. Hey, hey, him too, him too. <laughs> <laughs> so, but so, you know, you're like, oh. He should know him. Yeah, I should, but he's a backup, so I don't have to. If you don't know okay. the rookie and third string tight end for every team in the league, are you even a football fan? That's that's what I say. No, <laughs> you're, you, you, no, you're not. Hence, I'm not either. Right? I'm just an employee. All right, Tennessee Titans. I got the Tennessee Titans beating, uh, winning the AFC South because it's pretty much dead. Right. Uh, I got a call yesterday that Jeff Saturday was pulled off the air like he had a warrant out for his arrest and they were sitting on the set. Hey, <laughs> we need you. We went through your bags. We found it. We need that. Right. And um, but all the people that have are uproar and say this and that. Hey, give Jeff Saturday an opportunity. Hey, who, who obviously. The people they had there weren't doing a good job. No. Right? And I, it sucks because Frank Wright, I, I love Frank Wright. He lived here in Charlotte. I've, I've known him, talked to him several times. I always walk away feeling better about myself speaking of Frank Wright because he just makes you feel like you're in great company. Right? But there's one thing that I have noticed that we need to talk about later or just kind of discuss. And I'm going to drop this little nugget in your ear. Just think about it. Let you kind of do some, some playing on the uh, internet. Man, these teams, so you have, right, and I'm using I'm using this as the Colts, okay? Yeah. And the Packers seem to be having the same issue, which is who is, who are the, who is the head coach for the Philadelphia Eagles? Nick Sirianni. Where was he prior to? Was he in Green Bay? No, sir. He was offense coordinator for the Colts. Ah, uh, okay. 
Who's the head coach for the Denver Broncos? <laughs> Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett. And, and where was Nathaniel Hackett prior to? He was Green Bay. Offensive coordinator and pass coordinator. And both of these guys were heavily involved in the game planning and the play calling and helping their offensive-minded coaches stay on task. With the departure of these two guys, I personally believe this is why things are not going well for the Colts and the Packers. Because you can't lose your uh, uh, you can't lose coaches who have helped you get where you are, who are part of the game planning, the scouting, the rhythm of calling plays. They go off to their teams. And then you have a guy who's the quarterback coach who steps up. Now, I'm not saying that they can't because the Buffalo Bills have had it with the, I'm sorry, the, yeah, the Buffalo Bills have had it with Ken Dorsey. But it doesn't always equal out to it's going to be a seamless successful transition. And I think that's what's hap- that's what happened with Frank Wright. He doesn't have the same guys that he used to have. Offensively and defensively. Yeah. Ibrahim in is going to his defensive coordinator. He lost his offensive coordinator. How's the offense look? Bad. He lost his defensive coordinator. How's the defensive how's the defense look? Bad. It's not the same, man. And because of that, the Tennessee Titans, bro, they don't really have a lot that's a lot of people that's gonna stop them because they way, the way they're committed. They play the, they play the, the Buccaneers, yes. Packers, yes. I'm 50-50 on the Bengals because their defense, that two, you know, that $230 million they used two years ago. It's still playing, paying forward. Eagles, no. Jags, yes. I want to say I'm 50-50 on the Chargers. Then I watch the game. Yes, they beat the Chargers. Right? The Chargers, for the first time, actually kicked a field goal to win the game, not go for a touchdown. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Texans, yes. I'm 50-50 on the Cowboys. I, 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 and why I say I'm 50-50 on the Cowboys, I don't think that the Texans will manhandle the Cowboys. Yes, the Texans are strong in the run game. Titans. But they're deep. They're the Titans. I'm sorry, Titans. But the Cowboys, my problem with the Titans is their secondary is a liability at times. Mm-hmm. Their secondary is not consistent. I think they're ranked 31st. Sounds right. So I I just don't see. And if what I'm hearing, if the Cowboys get OBJ, things could get real interesting. With C.D. Lamb and this run game and Tony Tony Pollard in the pass game, uh, Brown, Playing well, uh, Michael uh, Gallup. By then, he'll be back to he'll be full speed. He's starting to show signs that hey, I can I can do some things with this thing. It's not going it's not going to feel funny, man. They could be really dangerous, the Cowboys. And so I can see I can say fifty feet. I can say they can lose if they get OBJ. They're losing. So one, two, 
three, four, five. So I say 50-50. So let's with my 50-50, he say yes or no, right, on Cincinnati. So one, they beat one, two, three, four, five, six. They can win five games or win six games, one, two. And they can win, they can lose two games or lose three games. That's that's how I kind of look at it. So I got them finishing six and two or five and three. Yeah. Yeah, that seems about right. I mean, Derrick Henry looks like the Derrick Henry of a couple of years ago where Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Change your change your mouth, man. Derrick Henry, who's that? <clears throat> King Henry to You're you, right. sir. Excuse me. My apologies. Yes. My apologies. Yeah. King Henry. I'm, I'm, yes. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> Court Jester Coley is speaking about King Henry. He looks like the guy of a few years ago where it took him a couple of miles to get into full speed. Whereas like but a year or when two he gets ago, going? a year or two ago, he, he came out of the gate. But before that, it was like oh, that first half of the season, he's kind of He's building momentum. And then that second half, when everyone else is injured and tired, that's when he would ramp it up. That's the guy he's looking like right now, where it's like the rest of the year. that Because they only gave him 17 carries against the Chiefs. So it's like, yeah, they're going to keep feeding. Hey, it was a mean 17. Oh, now. of course. Yeah. It left, it was a mean, if they gave him 25, did they win mean. that game? Probably. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, that's are they saving it's... that pitch? Are they saving him a little so they have him for the stretch? I think it's a smart save because in their division, there's, right. there's nothing there. Right. 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 Hey, Derrick Henry's like an old Oldsmobile. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right? He's not fancy, but when that dude comes around the corner, you know he means business. And he's a he's every car now is made out of plastic. That's metal. Yes. That's old Detroit yes. steel. That's Pittsburgh steel <laughs> welded in Detroit. Yeah. You know, there's no dents on that. He's denting you. No. It's, it's crazy. All right, let's get to the NFC South now. This is where it gets crazy, though, the NFC South. I mean, uh, the NFC. Hold on. The West yeah, or yeah, Kansas, Kansas City going to win the West? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kansas City, we're in the West. <laughs> like, there's nobody in the West that, that I, I – there's nobody in the West that I'm scared of. The Chargers keep – like, I feel like they're – The Chargers are – I don't know what they're doing, and they're confusing me, and I'm tired of it. I agree, but like, they, they keep piecing together like a wins. Neighbor. They keep just winning games. They're, they're, yeah, the Chargers are like a neighbor who has like the 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 the, the Honda CR3, right? Hatchback with dual nitro, and they start it up every morning. <laughs> or they're the neighbor that mows the lawn at 7 a.m. on Saturday morning. Like, bro, come on. Like it, they just do things to you that just makes you want to pull your hair out. <laughs> yeah, they're very frustrating. Just, you can't they, figure them out. Oh, no, you can't. So I got the. So that's why we got the Chiefs. Wild card though. I got wild card. I got the bill. I got. I, I have wild card one, two, and three. I got the Falcon. I, I got the uh, Dolphins. Pats. And Jets. So we did we did the same thing, and it's the first time in history Ooh. all four teams in a division will make the playoffs. The AFC East. That's pretty dope. Yeah, AFC East head and shoulders the best division, and at least the AFC. I won't I won't call it football yet, but the AFC for certain. Yeah. 
Uh, I got Dolphins, Jets, and Patriots. I think the Patriots come in. They, they just maintain that fourth place all the way through the playoffs. I, I, I agree with you because Chargers, they can't get it. They, I don't think they'll get it together, even though they're in a running. Broncos will not. Vegas, had, I, I, they don't even know. They don't even know they're playing football, right? <clears throat> Cincinnati's. Cincinnati, I, I don't believe they're strong enough. They're going to be playing some teams that we're going to really see. Are they there yet? Browns, no. Steelers, they just can't get right. Colts, Jags, and, uh, and Texans, done. Dunzo, stick a fork in them. That Patriots-Bengals game may, may be a playoff game. It may be, and it may not be. <laughs> that's, that's what I have. But I, I'm also intrigued by the Dolphins. What, what do you have with the Dolphins? Because here's what I have with the Dolphins. I think Dolphins 6-2 or 5-3. and three. Only maybes, 49ers, and Bills. Yes. Right? They're going to beat the Broncos, Tennessee. They're going to beat the Packers, New England, and the Jets. That's what I, And I said New England very casual. You sure did. Because that's how I really – yeah. Mm-hmm. When oh, – earlier when I, when I said I'm not sure if the Bills are going to win that division, you immediately jumped to the Jets. I was thinking the Dolphins may be that team yeah. that comes and, and takes the division from them. They already beat them once. It was in Miami. Um but they just they just don't really seem to care who's on the other side of the field ever. Like they just show but, up, they score their thirty but, points, and they win the game. That's just what the Dolphins kind of do. Here, here's what I the three losses though are gonna get the Dolphins in trouble because the Bills are so far ahead, right? Well, they're a game up right now. Who the Bills? There's only one game separating yeah. them. But they but I understand. But the outlier for me. The possible outlier for me for the Dolphins that are question. There's four games that make me nervous for the Dolphins. It's not the Browns, it's not the Texans, it's not the Packers, not the Chargers. It's the 49ers because the 49ers are a physical team. How is it going to impact their health? How much energy there are they going to exert? And then they have to play again. They have to play the Bills, and we know what happened last time, right? It was such a high intense game. And then the Pats. That's going to be a that's not going to be an easy game. So the four the four games that I'm referring to are going to be so physical because all of these teams have really physical defenses. And so you're not going to come out unscathed. Is, Somebody's going to get nicked up. Is there anyone better prepared to play the 49ers than Mike McDaniel, though? No, no, there's not. But, the, but my point is... How many people? How many people are gonna get nicked up by Fred Warner? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Greenlaw. Right. <laughs> how, right. How many people are gonna get nicked up when they get tackled by Nick Bosa? Uh, what are the Hufanga? Right? The safety. The Palomalu Jr. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness! And he's playing. He, I mean, he played. He plays with such great technique. Hit. See ball. Hit ball. <laughs> head up, and he comes with that. Comes with that power, so that's what I'm saying. Like the these four games that they have, the Jets are pretty physical. C.J. Mosley is going to hit you, right? The Matt, Matthew Judon is going to hit you. These guys just are so physical. Um, Matt Milano should be back by then as well. So it's just going to be some things. I, I think that's going to really kind of depth is going to be an issue. I think depth is going to be an issue for everybody. Definitely, right? I think the 49ers, We'll talk about them. 
I think they're in trouble a little bit because I don't know what it is, but it's just something about the 49ers the last couple of years. They lack they lack depth and in the secondary for the last three, four years, and they're always hurt. Right. And I don't know if it's if they're over practicing, under practicing, but it's a lot of soft tissue injuries. And then leads to like ACLs, Achilles. Something's always going on with the 49ers health-wise that has them going into the playoffs gimping and limping. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand it. Yeah, could that be as simple as just like their their team physicians are, are not up to par with no. the rest of the league? Because it, no, you do no. see it in certain – like I see it a lot in basketball. There are certain – like the Phoenix Suns have been the gold standard, I believe – they actually went to New Orleans recently, but for years after Miami, they got Shaq back to looking like Shaq again. That's how good the Phoenix Suns uh, medical staff was. And then there are some teams where guys just consistently get injured, consistently get hurt. Yeah. Look at the Chicago Bulls, like even Zach Levine right now, Lonzo Ball. Guys, but get I think hurt a I, lot. I think it, I think it's the practice. Okay, I think how they practice the workload that during the week, right? Because some of those players are old school. Yeah, I mean uh, uh, coaches. Some yeah, of those yeah, coaches yeah. are old school. Where they believe you're, if you don't practice, hence Brandon Ayuk. If yeah. you don't have a good practice, you're not going to play. Right. So interesting. That that that's what I think. All right, NFC. My NFC is. I, I think the NFC is a little is a little less clear cut. So we got the Eagles, the NFC East. Do we agree? Yes. Okay. All right. NFC North. I got the Vikings. Agreed. NFC West, I have 49ers slash Seattle Seahawks. And the reason I have that is because they play each other. They sure do. And they, they play they they play each other. I see them beating the Bucks. No, yeah, I see I see Seattle beating the Bucks. I don't see them losing to the to the to Vegas Raiders. I see them beating the Rams. I see them beating um, the Panthers. 50-50. I do not see them beating Kansas City. I would agree with that. But I wouldn't be surprised if they beat Kansas City. Because their defense is is surprisingly pretty good. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. That's I mean this And is... they and they're committed to running the football. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. 50-50 on the Jets. I can see them losing to the Jets because of the defensive pressure. And Geno Smith, sometimes he still can make some some so-so decision-making. Yeah, I think he's going to be dialed in. Like, we talk about the Geno revenge game every week. There's no every bigger revenge is, than the Jets. Than the Jets? There's no bigger you revenge so? than the Jets. Of All course. Right. And, I, and um, for some reason... I think Sean McVay is going to pull a feather out of his tail, and I think they're going to beat the. I think the uh, Rams are going to beat them. Yeah, I won't like the, the Rams, Rams. I don't think the Rams are yeah. just going to keel over for the rest of the season. I think yeah. McVay definitely still has the playoffs in mind, or he has Amazon Prime in mind, and he's like, you know what? I got my ring. He's not. No. <laughs> he's already threatened it a couple of times. Yeah, nobody's listening. All right. <laughs> I see the Forty ers so I got I got fifty fifty the say the Seahawks, New Orleans because New Orleans defense is pretty legit, mm-hmm. and 
I'm still 50-50 on the Dolphins. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, that'll right. be an interesting I don't know. game. Where is that yeah, game? Yeah, that'll be spe- – uh, I don't know. I didn't look it up. Okay. <laughs> I, I did. So, with that, I have, and the reason I think the Seahawks will have a leg up is because the 50 50 games, because they have to play Seattle, right? Because they play Seattle, uh, they play each other, and they play the Dolphins. I can see Seattle winning because they have the head start. Right. Six, you know, six wins, 49ers are four and four. Right. So that that that's why. And for me, it's like the C- Seattle's just so. We we talk about people bought in, people that know their identity. They're clicking on all cylinders. They believe everything that they have going for them right now. They believe in Gino, unlike the guy they believed in before. They every week there's a new quote about hey, but, what listen, this, what this guy believe, does compared they, to the old guy. Pete Carroll said this guy actually were, listens to the plays we call. He actually checks his wristband. He doesn't go out there and just do whatever he wants. Uh, they, I mean, they they've got one of the better. Well, so here's my problem with that there. Well, why is he doing what he wants? Because you've allowed him to, or you allowed him to. Yeah. So you can't sit there and scapegoat and say this guy does. The last guy didn't listen. Well, Geno Smith doesn't have the 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 autonomy to do it because he isn't a Super Bowl winning champ. Right. So in two you years, what already look like. Well, it's a, that man. You can't get you can't get mad at your son wanting dessert before dinner. And you, you allowed him to have dessert before dinner. He can't cook. You did. Right. You said, hey, son, I'm going to let you have apple pie before you have steak. And then all of a sudden, you're going to flip the script. And say, now for the last, what, 10 years, he's been having Thanksgiving. He's been having dessert before Thanksgiving, before we called the turkey. And now you all of a sudden, you're mad because he's throwing a fit. That's your fault. Yeah, you're not wrong. You, call, you, you, you groomed that. You chia petted him all the way through. And, and allow him to be that that problem. So blame yourself, man. Even if right? that he's not the. While I don't he, disagree with that, it's working this season for what Seattle's yes, been going on. Yes, it is. It it is. It is. But you know, every, every big name you had, you ran out of there except Russell Wilson. And then now Russell, and then you run Russell Wilson out, and then you're mad at the way he conducted himself. You allowed him to conduct himself like that. Now don't be, be complaining about him. Yeah. So it's um, working. The, the complaining's working. Yeah. Everyone buys in it more does. and more each week. So I, that's why I'm, I'm yeah. very high on Seattle. I have, I'm still up in the air, man, about these, uh, about the Tampa, this NFC South. Yeah. I got, I, I got it between saints or the Buccaneers, right? You got the, the, the Falcons, Falcons, they lost. Yeah, they're four and five. So they're what? Four and five. And then the Saints, they lost. I can see the Saints beating the Steelers. I don't know if the Saints will beat the 49ers. I don't know if they'll beat the Bucks. I don't think they'll. It's just so many. I'm just so up and down with them. Well, they're up and I down with so. them, so it makes sense. Yes. Like they, they, you talk about a team that isn't fully bought in, and they've had 
Man. Three different quarterbacks this year. Michael Thomas out for the rest no, they of the No, they don't have three different quarterbacks. They have one quarterback. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's a guy, bro. Yeah. I mean, it's it's looked that way, but they've played three quarterbacks this year. Um, yeah. And it's to varying success for each of them. Um, Chris Olave is going to have to step up into a wide receiver one type role the rest of the year as a rookie with Michael Thomas out yeah, and with that'd and, be tough. I, I wanted Michael Thomas to be there just to give Chris Olave a, a, some more time to be able to uh, start to play with his his releases and try to figure out what he likes best, what doesn't work, what does work. So, uh, see the cops are <laughs> cops heard me talking about it, but I do uh, like if there's since the NFC South is so. It's just a cluster. Like they, they don't. None of those teams want to be good. It would appear. The unit, They're trying. The unit I like the most is the Saints' defense. Out of yes, uh, it's not the Bucks' offense. It's not the Bucks' defense, which has been a disappointment. It's not the Falcons, any of them, and it's not the Saints' offense. So if I were to pick one unit that I think is the best, it would be the the Saints' defense. And that's why I picked them to win yeah. the rest of the – I don't feel great about all it. Right. This is the division I feel no. least confident about in all of football. Uh, yeah, exactly. Is that uh, team? Exactly. Because I, I, uh, I'm watching the, the yeah. Bucks play the Rams this weekend, and for 59 minutes and 15 seconds, they Bro, put nine points. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> nine it points. It was awful. <laughs> Man, and I – hey – Man, I may have to call. I may have to call Tom up. He, I picked Mike Evans. Man, feed my guy. Now he got he got his this ribs about crushed me. the first play of the game. I know, <laughs> I know it's tough. It was, it was you got hit by three three different ways by three different ah! people. <laughs> yeah, I felt for him. Um, all right, in wild card, I got the Cowboys, 49ers, and then I got the Giants. Yeah. We'd see it the same. Cowboys, 49ers, Giants, one, two, three in that order. I I look at the Cowboys only going, make what? Six and two? Yeah, run through that schedule if you got it in front of you, because that sounds right. Yeah, I got them beat. I got them beating the Packers. 50-50 on the Falcons. I got them beating the Giants. I got them beating the Colts, Texans, Jags. I don't think they're going to beat – I do not believe they're going to beat the Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to sweep them this year. I don't hate that. Is the next one in, the next one's in Dallas, right? Yes. So, Eagles fans will travel for that. That'll be – Yes. That'll be a yeah. fun game. That'll be a fun game. And, you know, we already talked about the Titans and then, obviously, the Commanders. So Oof. You talked about it for a second, but what, what would – Odell do to the ceiling of the Cowboys even coming off the injury what would he do to their ceiling that's a great question I I just I believe with all the other guys CD Lamb they're gonna have to man coverage and that's gonna and that that's where that's where the it's not even chess bro it's just flat out go fish it's just can you get can you get the matchup you need who can get the matchup they need the fastest Right, it it gives them opportunity, especially with Zeke being down. It gives them an opportunity to get an extra few more downs, a, a, a conversion on first down. Right, talking about conversions. Just side note, the Buccaneers, third and seven plus, five for fifty-one. Five conversions, fifty-one 
not non-conversions on third and seven plus. That's what Odell helps your team, even with his age and his injury, because he still can stretch the field. Mm-hmm. Odell's 4-3, 4-2 in his prime, knee injuries, older, 4-4. <laughs> That's still pretty good. Yeah. So, I mean, you'll give your left testicle if you could run a 4-4, I think. What would I do with it, though? Like, what would I do with that speed? That, that's I'd podcast nothing. better? That's like, I don't like... think so. Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I show up to, to, pay to New England, one Patriot place tomorrow. Like, hey, Bill, yeah, even looking like this, I run 4-4. Four, four. He's hey, like, get out of here. I'm calling the cops. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I, he, gives, he gives them... He gets, he is a chain mover, right? He is a attention grabber. He makes you account for, and sometimes maybe accounts, two guys must account for him. Or one guy accounts for him and C.D. Lamb. He makes you, he gives you options that you did not have before. Right. So that's what I think he does. So that's, that's, and this was not on there, but I want it. Super Bowl prediction. Yeah, just about Who do you have? Ask. Yeah, I was just about to ask you. Uh, I'm sticking with the Chiefs, the AFC. Uh, I just picked I'm, – I'm riding with Mahomes and Andy Reid. They've done it before. Okay. And, all right. All right. The okay. NFC. Yes. What you got? I think it's going to be one of the wild cards. Yeah, give me, give me Chiefs-Cowboys. I like that. Give me Chiefs-Cowboys. Oh, wow. Okay. I got I, – I, I have – I got I got two scenarios. <laughs> I have Bills, Eagles. Okay. And also think if that doesn't work out, I would not be afraid to say Dolphins, Vikings. Ooh. Okay. I could see it with the Dolphins too because every, every couple of years there's a team where it's like, they just keep winning games, but people still want to pick against them for some reason. Yeah. And then yeah. and then it's the last game of the I, season. There's only two teams left, and it's like, well, they're still here. Huh. They're still what? That's Cincinnati Bengals. Last yeah, absolutely. Year. Absolutely. Right. So yeah, I could see that. I could absolutely see that. I, I, and and the reason I say that is we keep we keep we keep criticizing and picking apart Tua, and he keeps picking apart defenses. Yeah. All right. And they just got Bradley Chubb. That helps them. Jeff Wilson, who knows it, another running back that can run downhill. Because you know, like we talk about depth. Depth is going to be an issue for playoff teams. Right? And the reason I also picked the Bills, Tredavious White is coming back. And the young guys that they have for the Buffalo Bills, this experience, this baptism by fire that they're getting is only making them stronger. Poyer's hurt. Tredavious White has, isn't back. When those guys get back, now you have depth. Now you can have a little bit more rush because you have confidence in the experience later in the season, and you have so much more intel on guys that you have tendencies. When a young guy right now, he's he's inundated with so much information. Rookies right now, you're going to see between this uh, week 13, 
between week 12 and 16, you're going to have a little bit of up and downness with these rookies. You're going to hit a rookie wall because generally they're getting ready for the draft. They're training. They're going to the combine. They're, they're just finished the, the, they just finished the, uh, the college football playoffs. They're not used to playing in the middle of January their first big game. They're used to be done playing. And so you're going to have this little wrinkle. But, man, when the playoffs come, what these young guys for the Buffalo Bills can help them with is Leslie Frazier, defensive coordinator, Sean McVay, the the head coach, will have these guys ready. Hey, when they run this personnel, this is what they're doing. This is the keys. Remember when you made this mistake and you made that mistake? Hey, let's build on top of that. That's where I think that's where the experience with the rookies, the experience of veteran uh, of veteran guys where they start to know and they have so much film, right? Man, you're talking about they can watch a guy play. And you could go in there and say like your player is Elon. I mean Elon. Elon, the corner from Florida, he's out there. He's going to bring up and he says, okay, I need to see Curtis Samuels. He played outstanding this weekend. But when I put up pit put up Curtis Samuels in the in the playoffs, when I pick his plays, I get all of his plays for the whole year. That's close to two, three hundred plays. And now you're just sitting there every single day. Monday, your day off, you're getting treatment. You're sitting there while you're getting treatment. You're in the training room with your uh, 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 iPad, and bro, you get to watch play after play after play after play of my opponent. I get to see him again. I get to repeat it. And then the coaches are going to give you plays. This is their tendency. When he's in a tight formation, these are the plays they're running. When he's out wide, these are the plays he's running. When he goes, look, talk about Kansas City, Mikael Hartman. Every time he goes in motion, at some point, guess what? He's going to get that football. Is that not true? Oh, absolutely. They put him in motion so much. It isn't that you can stop it. It is, will you take a playoff or you start to relax when he goes in motion? Will you go, oh, he's just going in fake motion. And then they sent him again. <laughs> then they sent him again. Then he's like, oh. So it, that's why that's why the playoffs is so, such exciting football because you get so much information about people. You get so much information about people that you get to tell them what they're doing, when they're going to do it, and how they're going to do it. Hey, November 9th, this Wednesday, uh, the family and I are going to dinner to celebrate my firstborn. 25 years ago, man, I got the opportunity um, to be a dad. And I'm, I'm the dad. I got f- four awesome kids. But don't tell the other ones. Peyton, you're my favorite. We'll keep it between us. One of my favorites. We'll keep it here. We'll keep it in we'll house. We'll keep it between us. Yeah, keep it in house. But man, happy birthday, bro. Love you. Um, you're my son, but you're also a good friend. And I love the young man that you're growing up to be, becoming. I could be nothing but prouder of who you are, what you stand for. And I'm thankful um, that you get all your smarts from your mama and that you're great, kind, uh, caring. Um, and you, you want people around you to be better. So, man, happy birthday. From the cut to a family to my firstborn, happy birthday 
And maybe, just maybe, now he's 25. We'll have a toast. And it won't be orange juice in the drink this time. <laughs> All right. Love Happy you, sir. Happy birthday. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.